This Seattle Medium podcast is sponsored by the Port of Seattle. Hi, my name is Mian Rice, the Diversity and Contracting Director for the Port of Seattle. As a public agency, the Port of Seattle serves the community and our investments should benefit everyone who lives and works here. The Port is committed to equity, diversity, and inclusion and to leveling the playing field. That means continuing to open doors to contracting opportunities to all, especially women and minority-owned and disadvantaged businesses. How can you participate? List your business in Vendor Connect, a database of contractors. Attend PortGen workshops to learn how to do business with the port. Learn more about contracting opportunities at portseattle.org. For more information on operating a concessions at Seattle Tacoma International Airport, visit lease.ctacshops.com. Dear sisters, a local African-American awareness and cancer support group will host a World Cancer Day event on Saturday, February 3rd at the Langston Hughes Performing Arts Center. And with this morning to talk about the event is Bridget Hempstead, founder and president of Sierra Sisters. Good morning, Bridget. Good morning, Chris. How are you today? I'm doing well in yourself. I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me on again to talk about uh, 2024 World Cancer Day. That'll be hosted right. at Langston Hughes. Right. And, and Bridget, you, you all host this uh, annual Cancer Day event. Um, you know, and how ironic is it that you all kick off Black History Month with an event that's designed to preserve black lives so that they are able to not only be able to contribute to our community, but they're able to be a part of the ongoing legacy that is black history in the making. Absolutely. Um, it is it is ironic. And also Sierra Sisters was uh, born during Black History Month, February 23rd. That's when uh, Sierra Sisters started 28 years ago. Wow. So we have and, a lot to contribute to our community. Right. Uh, is there a theme for this year's event? Yes, it is. Uh, we'll be presenting anti-racism and oncology, a video series, that, series that's developed in partnership with Fred Hutch. And this is our call to action in 2020 when King County uh, declared racism as a public health crisis. So this is our contribution that um, is, is so necessary because there's too many black women and men that are dying because when it comes down to a cancer diagnosis, usually it's late stage diagnosis, symptom, signs and symptoms are ignored, and we have had just about enough of us not being treated right when there's something wrong and the doctor is not willing to take care of us. Right. And, uh, Bridget, this goes to one thing I know you talk about all the time, and it's uh, healthcare is really about advocacy because you have to, um, most of many times, most of the time it seems, you have to advocate for yourself and sometimes for others uh, because, quite frankly, there are too many people um, who go to the doctor looking to hear what they want to hear and walk out happy. But the reality is that sometimes you need to hear the things you may not want to hear, but much later on down the road you're glad that it was presented to you during a time when you actually had more options available to you. Absolutely. Uh, the key about any type of cancer is early diagnosis. Once you get that diagnosis early, if there's signs and symptoms that are there, don't ignore your body. Your body's trying to tell you there's something that's not quite right. 
go to the doctors. And if that doctor is going to tell you, let's wait and see, don't wait and see because that wait and see could be a death sentence to you. And now that there are so many options that are available, even if you are diagnosed with stage four, you can, you can live and survive the disease of cancer. But you have to be proactive. So that's why I say you want to find a doctor that you partner with, that you can trust and be honest um, with them about what you're really feeling in your body. Now, if that doctor tells you, oh, well, it, it doesn't happen in your community, so don't worry about it, um, go see someone else. You've got to find a doctor that you can trust and you partner with. Mm. And Bridget, I think, you know, you talk about this, the video, and I understand it's a very powerful video that you guys will be um, showing at this year's event. You know, it's, um, you know, I have, I can't talk about the importance of people here in King County, King County executive Dow Constantine, as well as all the other people who have really put made it a priority to make um, racism and to acknowledge racism as a public health crisis um, because, you know, when we talk about health and health care, you know, there are, um, for really lack of a better term, um, racism and, you know, discriminatory practices, whether they're intended or unintended, that are taking place every day that are impacting people in our community. Yes, and it's, it's devastating to our community. In every aspect of health care where they say, well, you know, uh, the black population, they're affected more. They're not going to live to be, you know, over a certain age. The white population is doing well with the exact same diagnosis. Well, you know that there's something wrong. When we go to the doctors, usually the doctor does not look like us. So that's why it's important to find a doctor that doesn't have the racism, the biases that are there, and we're calling it out. In this video, we are calling it out. And I, I, I want to um, thank Fred Hutch for also taking the call to action with Sierra Sisters and standing up. Their president stands up with us and say, we have got to make a change, which means that every healthcare system especially the cancer centers across the country, needs to change their policy. And that's all the way down to the person who schedules your appointment. If they are having racism or if they're biased, they need to make sure that there's a policy in place so that our black and brown community no longer <coughs> suffer at the hands of biases and racism that is affecting our community in a very negative way. Mm. And uh, Bridget, let's talk about the event a little bit um, that's going to take place. Uh, can you talk a little bit about what that experience um, looks like and what people can take away from there uh, from this year's event? Well, the experience is going to be amazing because you're going to have an opportunity to talk to those survivors, caregivers, um, the um, doctors and researchers that are there making a difference. We will have a panel discussion. Um, we'll be able to show the anti-racism oncology video series that's there. And also 
you will be able to make a call to action on what you're going to do, not only for advocacy, but how how you will change the narrative of the healthcare system. So it's going to be a very powerful um, opportunity to share your voice and also contribute to the anti-racism in oncology. We need right. the community to be a part of pushing for change. It's one thing to talk about it, but it's another thing to be about it and push for the change. We don't have Dr. Martin Luther King that is marching um, for change and, and sacrificing lives and people are dying um, in the streets. Uh, for for change. However, they are dying in the doctor's office and at home because uh, when the when those doctors are refusing to give you the same kind of treatment that's available to everyone else and not give it to you as a black man, a black woman, a black family, there's a problem. Mm. And Bridget, you know, as you know, we and we've talked. Uh, for many years about this this issue, um, and there's been some movement uh, in the needle, but there's still a lot of work to do. But when it comes to organizations and organizing in our communities, it, you know, I always tell people, I said, there's not really another organization that's doing this work in the same way and the same effectiveness as Sierra Sisters is doing it. Um, there are other organizations that are, you know, doing the work or engaged in this work or engaged in this area. But, you know, I don't think there's people who are doing it uh, in the same way and being as effective as Sierra Sisters. And that goes to the fact that you guys, I mean, you don't have big budgets. Um, you guys a lot of times are putting your own money into the organization and to advocate, to advocate for other people. Um, but at the same token, you know, People get involved. You guys look for volunteers, the supporters. A lot of times are people who um, are cancer survivors or relatives of cancer survivors. Um, you know, can you just talk about the importance of organizing and having a growing number of concerned people who are involved with an organization like yours that are able to share and spread the gospel but also be there to support people um, in so many different ways. Yes. Well, the importance is is this. Without our volunteers, without the support, without organizations, even like uh, your organization, pushing our voices out there, Sierra Sisters would have a more difficult time. Now, yes, we have put our blood, sweat, and tears, and we will do it again. We continue to do that. It's been almost 30 years that we have done this work. Why? Because for one, we love our community. Two, we know it's important and your lives are valuable. So we don't have the big budgets. We don't have um, uh, the hierarchy um, madness that happens in some of these organizations. We are out here for real in the trenches with these men, with the women and even children when we're going to these doctor's appointments with them and the doctors are wanting to do some horrible things instead of looking at some other proactive ways to prolong these individuals' lives. And we experience it firsthand. 
upfront, close, and personal. We are having, even today, it's 2024 and the year just started. Without individuals supporting organizations like Sierra Sisters, our community is going to suffer. We just had a, a young woman who the front desk person said, don't come here anymore. We want you to go to somewhere else and we'll help you go to somewhere else. She's fighting for her life. <clears throat> She's going for an appointment to get her, her cancer treatment. And they don't want her there because she dared to stand up for herself. So those are the things that are happening today, not years ago. We're talking about in, in January of 2024. These are the things that need to be exposed. They need to, um, the systems, at the hospital systems need to change their policy. And they need to say, we have no tolerance for this. In schools, they say there's no tolerance for violence. Well, this is a violent act against a human being. And we are human. Now, we know many, many decades ago, they didn't look at us as being human. But doggone it, we are human. We bleed red, too. Right. Uh, Bridget, let's let's talk about the event. And, and I, people can tell from your passion and also... Um, just our conversation this morning that, you know, this is a, a worthy event to attend for a number of reasons. You're going to get information. You're going to be able to hear from people. But also, you know, when you're talking about advocacy, it's, it's you know, it's time for people to want to get involved and learn more and, and be how they can be involved and be a part of the solution, you know, and get ahead of it even when you don't need something. You never know how this advocacy is going to work out um, and how it's going to impact and save um, lives, you know, even if you don't feel that, you know, it's something that's impacting you right now, it could be something what your advocacy could be uh, preemptive for yourself or relative uh, in the future. So with that being said, can you give out the time, date, and location of the event? Yes, it's Saturday, February, February the 3rd, next Saturday. Um, the kickoff will start at 12 noon sharp from 12 to 3. And doors will open at 11. From 3 to 5, uh, we'll also be convening into the grand room where we will celebrate, have dinner. Um, Sierra Sisters will be celebrating the event. We said celebrating 28 years of serving our community. Um, <laughs> I guess we, we're taking baby steps in a big way. And so this uh, Langston Hughes Performing Arts Institute, that address is 10417th. Um, 17th Avenue, Seattle, 98144. Registration is required. We need to have you register. I know how my beautiful people are. They just want to show up. But we need to have a count because we are preparing for you to be at the event. So if you have a problem registering, you can also call 206-579-4521. We'll help you get registered. So we look forward to seeing you next Saturday. We appreciate your support, and we just want to educate you and give you the tools that you need so that you can stand up for yourself, for your family, and for your community. All right. Well, Bridget, I want to thank you for joining us on today's show uh, and for continuing to be a valuable resource and institution here in our community. 
Thank you, Chris. I appreciate you. And thank you for all the wonderful work that you do in our community for our community. Thank you. Uh, again, the event will take place on Saturday, February 3rd at the Lexington Youth Performing Arts Institute in Seattle. For more information, visit sierrasisters.org. That's C-I-E-R-R-A-S-I-S-T-E-R-S dot org. Or you can call 206-579-4521.